Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper. This is a very unique um, podcast because yes, Pet Whisper I am, but I am also many other names. There is a real disconnect when it comes to understanding uh, people of color versus racist people and you can be of, a, of color also and be thrown into that bucket whereas you see someone as less than human my journey in the pet industry has really opened my eyes to understanding how people have a lot of ideologies embedded into their psyche that is is really it, it, it matures from birth. It depends on the on the parents giving birth. What's inside of their genetic code? What stories are stored in, in their code that is birthing out children who are actually born afraid of a dark of darkness? Have you ever seen a baby's eyes get wild with fear? Because it's like, oh my god, what are you? You're, you're scaring me. You're just this dark thing. And this is why I, I actually focus on the element of dark. Because I am a, what you call a dark-skinned um, woman. Whatever that dark skin. And for some reason, you know, we, we use the word dark in our common everyday vernacular. We use it to describe, you know, something negative most of the time. And even myself, I've, I've used it numerous times, not even realizing that I'm pretty much charging myself. I'm doing a negative ion to my own, to my own uh, aura in a way when I'm saying those things. Are you afraid of the dark? The reason this is important is because yours truly is going through a lot right now, as it, as are other people. And the thing I am experiencing are the fear of darkness. And not only is the the fear of darkness real, but it it lurks on the on the backpacks, it lurks on the on the sound waves, it it lurks in classrooms, board meetings private clubs, the fear of dark. Why is this significant? Why are you talking about this? Like, why are we, who cares? Like, isn't there a pandemic? Don't, you know, we have other things going on. Absolutely, you do. And I'm, and I'm actually feeling compassion for everyone that is experiencing things. Like, I'm not a, just a straight, like a heartless soul. I do have compassion if you are experiencing things. I'm hoping that people will just, you know, we can change and evolve and and become better. At the end of the day, that's what really what my call is about. And I believe that animals in our lives are one are, are the key to teaching us survival, how to be compassionate, how to be humble, how to work with people that are different, that look different. You don't see animals afraid of the dark, like of darkness and dark things. They're only afraid of darkness if they've been traumatized. 
just like any other human or any other, you know, ant, you know, any other life-living organism, if it's experienced trauma, obviously it's going to have some issues. Love is the highest form, and I do want to give a shout out to Ashley Cooper with Divine Holistic Healing. Please check her out um, because she reminds me of that principle. When you're experiencing uh, discrimination because of your skin color, and if you are a of non-hue and this, this doesn't really interest you, of course it doesn't, but it's all about you. This podcast is actually about you. And that's why you don't want to listen to it because you don't want to see the truth and how you're how you're playing a role in in in, you know, fragmenting communities. The fear of dark is so real um, that it people I would say we need to understand what color means in America all the way from the time of Ellis Island when during reconstruct after reconstruction and during world world before world world one during the I believe there was a cold war happening in Russia at the time many things were happening and there was there was a migration to the United States from post-slavery to um, during Reconstruction and especially during the turn of the, the century. And so what that meant was is that people coming from Italy, from that were Irish, that were of different nationalities, they too encountered racism. And they soon realized that if they did not conform to being white, and, and adopting that ideology and that classification, you would not really be able to move up in, in society. So white became a privilege, even after slavery, to people who weren't even on this land but came over and they were able to to mask and put and say and put this social construct on them, and that had that afforded them opportunity. So what if you didn't look white? Or do I have to say didn't? What if you don't look white? Then what do you think your life's gonna look like? It's gonna look like stereotypes. It's gonna look like hardships because people, whatever this thing is, I, I don't even wanna go down the rabbit's hole because I don't care what it is. It's inappropriate when your face cracks up into 10,000 faces. And you and you your skin turns a different color because I have no idea why you, you do that and I'm here because I'm not um, I, don't, I shouldn't even have to explain this conversation is it okay for people to walk around doing microaggressions micro micro hate hate splashes is it okay and then I'm supposed to just sit back and oh well, it's okay you know my just let them keep doing it. Nothing's going to change anyway. No, of course not. And that's affecting me. It's affecting young people. It's affecting and has affected old people, older people. It's wrong. 
Are you, are you afraid of the dark? So many words and synonyms have go, date back to some, some sort of dark plague, the black plague, you know, Black Friday. Black Friday is actually a good thing when it comes to spending money, but Black Friday really comes from Friday the 13th, which is considered like a witch's holiday or a superstitious number and numerology and this and that. So it still has some sort of omen or ominous sort of flair to it. You know, um, if you're if you're listed in the black book, that means you're on a list of wanted uh, international criminals. They call it the black book. Um, you know, if you're the, the, the dark monster in the corner, you know, the the dark whatever and so people literally are afraid the dark dog the black cat oh it's it's a witch's cat how many animals were killed because of their coat color you think i'm being funny because i'm not going to cuss on this podcast because i do have pets around but i am saying do you think it's funny because it's not i have a major problem with pets being discriminated against or not getting adopted because of their coat color. But you're the same one that will walk around with a muffy, with a, a white little white poodle or a lighter shaded dog that resembles your hair color, sandy brown in the wind. And you're, you will be that one that will look down on, on actually people of color with that type of mentality. Today, people are disconnected. um, Not everyone is disconnected. There, There are those on a quest for truth. But there are those that want to ignore the truth, which is ignoring, ignoring the past. Well, the, again, this is a roadmap history, not his story. Let me say most stories is a roadmap of many stories that will help you understand your past and the direction you are going. If you understand your past, that means you would have what learned from certain mistakes. You would have what learned from things that were done that made you that made you strong. You would have what learned how how to be creative, learn how to make better decisions. We have the blessing of and the knowledge now of looking up on, it could be on Pinterest, it could be on any sort of JSOR, whatever, scholarly applications, you can find information about the past. What I love about learning about the past is that there's different perspectives. There's different writers that wrote about the same thing, but they all had a different perspective. So when you are learning about the immediate past, which is slavery, um, you, you need to know this because everything that you, you're living inside of a system and the system is actually a, it's the go, I call it the ghost body of slavery. It is a ghost. It is a walking phantom. We right now in 2021, We reside, I'm talking about people in in our dimensional space, 
is living inside of a a it's like a phantom slavery body oh my god what does she mean by that if you are a ding dong and you're actually not clear on what i'm saying then you definitely need to keep listening to this podcast when slavery ended there was nowhere for the slaves to go few were fortunate to be able to gain land some were millionaires there were black people that were millionaires during slavery wasn't a lot of them but i'm not talking about the fortunate i'm talking about the mass majority and because of that we're talking about when we we always say 400 years of free labor but we're not quantifying exactly what those dollars translated to that still exist today so you have you have a compounding revenue that is is all over the world meaning cotton and textiles and import exports free labor you're not paying anyone to do any of this work and you're sitting high off the hog you know i'm talking about the plantation owners once slavery ended slaves had no they had nothing many of them didn't know how to write or read, read or write but they had the intellect to what continue their operation cycle the problem was they didn't have any resources so they are what codependent on the land this is where we get sharecropping from the word uh landlord lord of the land yes i know i know it's but but this days of the shy i i try to tell you we've always we've always used the 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 landlord and the and the servant and the peasant and the yeah you, you you did and you brought it over to america um so basically that's where the concept of landlord comes from right now so during so when you start to calculate the number of deaths that occurred and the and the trauma that occurred while dying a lot of christians you're going to flip off this podcast so but if you're one that understands that there's another there's like other worldly things out there keep listening but if you're in any religion i'm just giving you that disclaimer but you should listen to what i'm saying when someone dies or has been tortured or things bad things have happened and their energy form dies well what's that what has gone with that gone on with that slave energy Yes, it has more than likely moved into another realm, but you have to understand that our energy can also are um stay behind as well. It doesn't always move on, especially depending on the death. It needs help moving on. Because the deaths occurred without any sort of justice. This is indicative of people who were murdered, who were killed without justice being served. I'm telling you today there is a new day for you. Fear not. Loved ones listening, if you have a loved one that was killed and their justice was not served, it will happen. You need to just keep fighting this fight, keep in the same direction or plane, 
know that life is grander than this plane and you will be very surprised and the truth you will gain. Okay, so keep on listening. This is really significant to understand because now when we talk about what is the body of slavery, what did it make up? Well, the body of slavery is made up of human capital. It is made up of during the reconstruction, there's, there's still slavery happening. How is that? Because people are having to work the land in order to have a place to, to, to live and to eat. They're still giving, giving slops, still giving like secondhand, thirdhand stuff. And heaven forbid a, a black man or woman stole or a child stole food because they were hungry, they'd be hung. How many people, how many, see, since there was no revenue gain from, from slate, from since slavery was abolished, well, there wasn't as much revenue gain. So they, so the South had to figure out another way to continue, you know, earning money and to continue their, their legacy of fear. Because when, when the South is the South in general has a large population of people of color and that even during slavery has been very threatening to race, to white supremacists and to people that think like that because they think that the black people are going to overturn them. And this is why the, this is part of the fear of darkness. Prisons are dark, you know, dark hallways. But it's how we're using the word dark and how we associate it with black people that makes it bad. So we have this body that is forming through deaths, through um, and it, the body has gotten so big because it's a it's an actual system. It's a system when you think about our laws and how our laws were structured and created, and the ones that designed the laws. The laws they they were not for black people particularly, and they did not see black people as human. Therefore, the laws of the Constitution. And many of the policies that continue to exist today still do not see black people or people of color as being equal. It is literally woven into the fabric of our of our school books. Uh, and we're still just going on every day, just reading the same, you know, maybe there's been a little bit of change with the with the kids school books, history books and whatnot. Still having that discussion, still leaving out people or you're only focusing on like the same people of color and not really doing more in-depth explorations in, in schools. That's a part of the system. That's a part, that's a part of the system that feeds knowledge to the brain, information. When you think about hospitals, medical access to medical care that's another system if you don't if your heart isn't functioning correctly then what it you will die so now we have a body a phantom body that has uh, has a broken medical system which is the heart this is the phantom ghost of slavery it is the system body of slavery i don't know how else to say this 
when you have money streams that were were cut off like cutting off the hands of 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 a worker like cutting off out the dreams of of some of the builder the one that has built you you cut those dreams off you stifle uh generations from being able to even know what that opportunity could look like because you 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 caused a drought so now the veins of the ghost phantom system of slavery the actual veins within the body are not they're not oozing with blue blood and red blood or all that bs anyway by the way no they're dried up this is part of the reason the the body of the system of this it died why we're still living in this tomb we are living in a tomb a tomb that is causing many people to die in it a reoccurring death a reoccurring nightmare stifling the poor stifling those that look different stifling those of different religions based on different ideologies based on mechanisms of control we live in a tomb people this is why you still do microaggressions and you can't see straight this is why people of color many don't even realize their full potential because the tomb is is causing a de mental decay this is why people don't want to understand their history because the tomb is causing a mental delay the the tomb is acting as a as a catalyst as something as a parasite slowly eating away the memory okay slowly killing so you have a death within a death you have lots of zombies within this body. Who are the zombies? The walking dead. The people who choose not to think. The people who are stuck to the umbilical cord of the, the, the systematic body. The slave ghost phantom body. All ye walking dead. You are connected to the umbilical cord of the slave body. You are not producing any sort of good thing. You are creating policies. You are creating uh, managerial decisions. Uh, uh, you are, are creating neighborhood fear and decisions based off of your limited framework. And it's literally killing people. Did you know that evil thoughts can actually harm people? And I'm, I'm telling you that. It's not, it's not good to think evil thoughts because it's literally comes out of your pores and it, and it transforms into what's called an aura. And that aura is, is connected to a, a energy strand, which is invisible. And we have tons and tons of strands. They're like antennas. And so depending on your, your, your system, like your, your bandwidth, if your bandwidth is 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 really more geared towards negative thinking, you will be connected with this sort of this thought process. You won't even know like these negative thoughts are just jumping in your head because you're an open receptor. And I hope I'm not losing any of you because if I am, that's because I'm talking about you. 
because you're the same one that will float into some negative energy and you you think it's the truth and it's not are you afraid of the dark are you afraid of dark skin your children's skin your grandchildren's skin and their hair have you been told by your family not to bring home a dark skin uh, woman or a man have have you been in, indoctrinated in fear and you're a person of color have you cried and wept when you looked at your curly hair and you asked God why did you make me ugly have you used your skin color to help you get through certain doors in your hair but then when you're in other circles you deny it and you turn different are you afraid of the dark are you afraid of your own darkness, your own secret caverns, your own mental disguises, your own multiple faces that you wear? Are you afraid of confronting your innermost insecurities? Are you afraid of loving who you truly are? Because that's the problem with the human race. The human race isn't loving themselves at all. This is why we we have the quest to dominate and to control other things so that we can build a false construct of who we are. And that is all in the mind. Hence why we only use less than 10% of it. And I and if somebody says it's more than that, please show me because in this day and age we we shouldn't have the amount of poverty that we have. Do you know that this is so crazy? The workforce in Colorado, we can't find enough people to work the jobs that are here. During COVID, we had people who needed a place, like needed to get set up with ventilators in certain parts of the country. And the hotels wouldn't let them set up there because they were afraid they were going to lose money. But you have multi-million dollars you could have built did a whole new build out so what human capital that is the the ghost phantom body because the phantom body is concerned about it's really concerned about decay it will use you use your body to work 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 and will dispose of you and move to the next that is a parasite this body is 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 the walking ghost of slavery it is haunting because many things were never reconciled there were so many things not reconciled that part of the reason people are so afraid of the dark is because they know things haven't been reconciled and they they're they know the change is coming they think they're they're some people that are full of haters saying Oh, it's it's the days of the days are of are coming. It's the, we better run to the hills. We we better stack up, get lots of canned goods and lots of ammo, and we gotta make sure our sons and daughters are trained like the trained. Make sure that we're aware and stack all the money. Make sure that you're safe. Get away from the city. It's going to turn into uh, wasteful disgrace. But what they understand is 
if you if you're part of the system body you can't run either did you know that even the most privileged you're you're walking in this false bubble but i'm gonna pop it for a second i'm gonna let all the air out because i'm gonna air all of your dirty laundry in this next episode Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper. Today's topic is really dealing with verdicts in this country. We have endured a lot of unjust verdicts, meaning when someone commits a crime, perhaps they're just getting off scot-free. Have we ever actually thought about even the terminology getting off scot-free what does that even mean oh probably probably a guy named scott that was that was always able to get off from doing really heinous heinous crimes so i want to talk a little bit about how people how we feel more comfortable with people that look similar to us and how this comfort zone that we're in, how it ends up impacting lives when it comes to really measuring justice and um, making really just making the right decisions. So we have a lot. We we really have a lot going on with that. What is? Okay, remember I told you guys about driving while black. Okay, I'm going through this right now. It's nighttime. I have Miss Miss Honey. Uh, that's what her license plate says. I don't know if she's black or what, but for some reason she's all up in my lane as I'm like I'm driving. I don't know why you're in my lane, but you need to stay in your lane. So when we think about our criminal justice system and we think about, you know, the judge, we think about the attorneys, we think about the the jurors. And when we measure what justice is, it's really difficult because people make biased decisions on, you know, on certain cases because they're more comfortable they're more comfortable with the person who is on the stand. Perhaps they look like their their grandson or they remind them of their granddaughter. They remind them of their daughter or their uncle. You know, so so you start to have a, a bit of compassion because that person is similar to you. You think that that person is, is you know, capable of love and kindness and all of these things and that the crime they committed was just an accident or perhaps they didn't do they didn't do it at all okay and so when we're looking at recent verdicts that have been passed down and we question how did this person get off scot-free from this verdict when it's plain as day that this person committed a crime but because of the color of their skin and the in the racial climate, the jurors or the judge can just throw throw things out that that would never be thrown out for a person of color. 
part of what I'm discussing is the Rittenhouse case. And I don't, I'm not going to dive deep into that case because there's a whole bunch of cases like that. So I would probably bore you going through the long laundry list. But what is troubling is that people, when it comes to making decisions based on your morals, based on what is right and what is wrong, people will compromise their moral aptitude. They will compromise their integrity. They will compromise their sanity for the sake of giving someone a slap on the wrist because they look like them. But if you are dealing with a person that doesn't look like you, you are you have a bubble of fear encased around your brain. And the very ones that you're actually protecting that look like you are, are the criminals. So what happens when you release a criminal, someone who, who has committed a crime, someone who has committed a murder, rape, um, who, who is a pedophile, who are all these things? What happens when the juror finds you not guilty because they, because you look like somebody in their family and they felt sorry for you? They threw the case out because it was a reasonable doubt. What is the doubt about? Oh, because this Jimmy reminds me of my grandson. He, Jimmy would never do such a thing. I, I just think he was afraid. I just think he pulled the, pulled his gun out because he was afraid of those gangs. You know, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy used to be, uh, bullied when he was a child and, that's not his fault that he's around these violent, these violent kids that these gang, gang bangers and city shakers. Exactly. So when you have a jury that doesn't reflect you and you're a person of color, you're in deep waters. But what happens when you release a person that is guilty back into society, back into the classroom. You release the pedophile teacher who is a known rapist, who has molested both boys and girls. You release them back into society. Their record gets expunged. And guess what happened? They moved into your neighborhood. And you're the same juror. You're the same juror that basically said, hey, this is okay.